Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 243. And away we go. Rachel, get a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my dog. I'm a mold breaker. Strict plan ain't your boy. About to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 243 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host at Michael J. Putty, and we are lucky to have Mark Shawan here this week, pulling himself away from the nonstop impeachment coverage. Mark, how are you doing this week? Um, doing pretty well, man. Doing pretty well. Uh, yeah, I mean, you hit it right in the head. I've been like, paying attention to that hardcore. Oh, it, you know, football's, football's over. I mean, what else am I going to pay attention to, right? Your wife? Turn the TV off. Yeah, just, just spend time with your wife. I, I spend time with her. We spend time together watching uh, news coverage. Yeah. How romantic. Yeah. I mean, that's what married life is about, man. This sucks. So boring. It's, it's fun. We we make games out of it. You know, we, we drink every time. Like, you know, uh, Trump's attorney messes up. It's fun. Well, and today, you, how, was, today, was, today was a big day. Yeah. How are you still standing? <laughs> Strong tolerance. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've messed that up. Strong tolerance. There we go. Yeah, I mean, it's a waste of time. He's going to be found innocent. So it's like, okay, this is all for naught. But um, I'm glad you're having fun watching it. It's impeding my TV shows. So that sucks. TV, uh, see, I, I, feel like, I feel like I've seen everything already during this pandemic. This is like the most TV and movies I've watched. And I, you know, we, we're trying to find a new show to watch and we can't find anything because it's just like, it's, it's done. We've, we've done everything. Brock Meyer, Hulu. I don't have Hulu. And she would hate that show. I've seen some Brock Meyer. Good show, but she would hate that. Friends from college. No, what's that about? I don't know. I just started watching it yesterday. It's about hey, you just start you just started watching. You have no idea what it's about? It's about friends from college? I mean, this isn't the title. Okay. I don't that that's awful. I don't know what more you need. Next. No, it looks pretty good. Stars uh Fred Savage and Colby Smulders. About a bunch oh, of- oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about now, actually. Flight attendant HBO Max. That's good. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I said too. But I started I, watching it. It's pretty good. I mean, there there are certain shows that like I'm curious to watch, like Solo, like WandaVision and Mandalorian. Uh, but you know, trying to find a show together with my wife because it, it, it's hard. She doesn't necessarily like everything I like. I don't necessarily like everything she likes. So trying to find that balance. So far, we have the the impeachment trials. Baby Yoda, man, she loved she loved the Mandalorian. Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon are great. Man, how old are you? <laughs> yeah, I've been asking myself a lot lately. I'm going to turn 35 on Tuesday. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. Any big Thank plans? You. Oh, it's supposed to be snowing, so I, I damn, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so I don't really have anything planned. I'm fucking tired of this snow. My wife is baking. What? That's about it, man. What's she baking? I believe uh, Reese's Cupcakes. Oh, okay. I'll be, I'll be over there. Make sure you send me some and uh, just bring it down, okay? 
oh for that you want to hang out for but when i talk to you about possibly doing commentary together like yeah i'll pass yeah basically that's that's absolutely fact what why why do you want to do commentary anymore are you officially retired are you done anyway mark did you watch the super bowl what were your thoughts I did watch you're a big football bowl. guy what are your thoughts on the super bowl why why are you, you avoiding the subject like a plague what are your thoughts on the super bowl you're a big football guy did you like it was it boring because it was not what i expected i expected a shootout I, high I, scoring hate, game. I hated it i hated every second of it man yeah, it was, yeah. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl again. Can I say more? The whole new team in the first year. It's fucking nuts. And, and, and it's forcing me to acknowledge the fact that he is the GOAT. As a diehard Jets fan, that is very painful for me to acknowledge. He won su- seven Super Bowl rings more than any other team in NFL yeah, history. It's nuts. Uh, that's a kick in the nuts for me. And second place is uh, the Patriots with six. And all six were because of him. It's fucking nuts. He's an asshole. He seems like a nice guy. I can't. He seems like a nice guy. Are you serious? Yeah, I spent most of, I spent most, last twenty years hating on him. But like every time I see him in like, interviews or like on TV, I'm like, he does seem like a nice guy. Putty, the devil can woo you very easily, can't he? Everyone's got a price. I know you're trying to get me acknowledged at the t-shirt the whole time. Anyway, no one can see me, so we're wasting time here. Yeah, we are. Uh, did you win any money? Did you play boxes or anything? No. No, I, well, I, I did a couple, like some small things here, uh, but I, I didn't win anything. I was nowhere even close. That that was just <sighs> a very frustrating Super Bowl. So 2020. And just as the Bernie Sanders memes end, we get these fucking uh, weekend memes all over the place. <laughs> I, I actually did enjoy the halftime show. Did you? All right. I, I mean, I like the weekend. So, I mean, I guess that could be why, but a lot of people were shitting on it. I just didn't understand why. I don't know why either. It wasn't bad. Like, I'm not a huge fan of yeah. his. So, like, I knew some of his songs. I'm like, all right. He put on a great, like, performance. I don't know what the problem was. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, I, have, I, mean, I have no idea. wasn't as good as last year's. He had big shoes to fill, but he did what he did. Yeah, perv. Again, I never denied that. <laughs> We're going to have to start tailoring our marketing just to per, for pervs. We're not doing that now? No, I have not. <laughs> oh, well, get on that. There's a huge perv marketing wrestling fans. You don't know this? Yeah, I might have to resign then. I, I, I don't okay. go down to that level. Great. Okay, we're going to do this. Mark, All right, I, cool. I wish you well in your future endeavors. All right, man. Later. All right. Well, that's happening. Let's get into some news. It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty and Mark Schwab. Let's get into the news, and I think for the first time in the five-year history of the show, we're going to start off talking about Lana. During Busted Open Radio, Bully Ray opened up about Lana's current position in the WWE. He praised her for not complaining about anything, going with whatever, you know, pulling off everything she's doing with such commitment. Here's what you have to say. The number one word that has come to mind when I see Lana these days on television, ever since the first day she went through that table, is professional she is a complete pro i see that woman trying as hard as she can every single time she goes out there lana's not charlotte and she's not sasha and she's not bailey yada yada we get it but i'll be damned if that girl doesn't go out there and give it her all and and try her hardest 
I know she goes down and she rolls around with Natty at Natty and TJ's place down there. She, she tries to get that extra work in, as we've talked about before. If you have an opportunity to get in a ring during this COVID time and keep your chops up and, you know, keep your timing down and you're rolling and you're bumping and everything like that, you should be doing that. And going back to that segment last night, she was the, the best of the four. When it came to selling facial expressions and everything else. She invests time in her profession. She goes out there. She's never boo-boo faced about anything. She's taking power bombs by Nia Jax. And she's still getting up. She's selling. She's registering. Her facials are great. Bravo, Lana. You did this the right way. The Blue Ray makes some good points here. I never really thought about Lana as a, so committed to the craft of professional wrestling. But she's getting better. She's getting better. She had those nine weeks doing put through the table. And he made some very, very good points. Kind of agree with Bully Ray here. I think I'm turning to a Lana fan. Lana's, Lana's doing fantastic. She is kind of like... Oh, Mark's, Trish... Mark's here. I thought, you, I thought you quit. No, I'm not quitting, buddy. I, oh, that sucks. I'm going to stand I'm gonna stand with this show until you quit. And then I take it over and it becomes the Mark Schwann show. That's oh, okay. I quit. I've been waiting five years but for someone I, to say that. Okay. Yeah. I hire you as my editor, though. That's, nope. That's the thing. Nope. Oh, yep. Nope. I'm too, yep. I'm too busy doing the Michael Putty show. <laughs> All right. But anyway, do you think? Do you agree with Bully right here? I think you just heard the clip since you're here. Uh, is Lana underrated? I want to equivalate Lana to when Trish Stratus first started coming out. Mm, okay. You know, Trish Stratus wasn't always the goat. She started off as a valet. She started off as like a sexy type, uh, limited in ring ability, and evolved over time to become the legend that she is today will lana get to that point of trish stratus i'm not saying that no i don't think so but i'm not i'm also not completely ruling it out okay but she's definitely getting better she's gotten a lot better i mean she's always had the acting chops and i think that goes a long way into wrestling as far as like you know the facial expressions how to cut a promo understanding the character she had the advantage as far as that goes now, as far as her athletic ability, uh, um, taking bumps and, and the skill set in the ring, mm-hmm. that was something. That was something that she was always lacking. But the fact that she went through a table nine weeks in a row goes to show, Jesus. like, <laughs> I mean, from Nia that'll clear, Yeah, that's going to clear any jitters whatsoever about taking a bump. Yeah, and and, and of course, I mean, we've seen her in ring work improving over time, and uh, yeah. The fact that she's been willing to do this, uh, being fearless, and I've always said, Putty, you know, I, I give anyone respect that's willing to go inside that ring, and and and, and go, uh, you know, go toe to toe with anyone in there to take a bump. It's not easy to do. You know, I've taken a couple bumps myself. I've I've taken some training, and you know, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. So I'm never going to critique someone uh, for their in ring ability or or anything like that at all so i much respect to lana she is underrated and i give her a lot of credit you know no lana from total divas and she just seems like she's has this big acting background seems like she wants to become famous she wants to be the paparazzi she wants to get the fancy clothes she wants to be a celebrity yes doesn't seem like her passion is wrestling it seems like it's a, a, a gateway a launching pad to become a celebrity but then you see the last couple of weeks and well, bully ray said she's training with tj and natty down in orlando so maybe she is kind of starting to take this seriously, and maybe that will help her progress and uh, be taken more seriously. And you know what, Putty? I mean, that wasn't lost on me either. 
I watch Total Divas as well. You know, I see Lana on her Instagram or Twitter, even her TikTok. And, you know, I, I did get that feeling that maybe she's in this just for the fame. You know, she's, she sees what The Rock is doing. Maybe she views this as a shortcut to Hollywood. I don't necessarily think so anymore. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, yeah. she's she's definitely, I don't know what snapped in her. Maybe she found some love in it or maybe she, uh, you know, just, I don't know, had an epiphany. Could it be losing I, her I have husband? no idea what happened. I'm sorry? Could it be losing her husband? Now she's there by herself. Now she's like, oh, I got to take this stuff seriously. I can't just be a valet anymore or a manager. I got to show I'm working. I mean, she didn't, she didn't lose her. I mean, her I mean, husband. She, he lost. You know what I meant. Don't be a dick. Yeah. But, no, I just don't want any rumors to start flying. Okay, that's true. But maybe. You know, maybe she was just, maybe it was just like a kind of like a distraction, you know, having Rusev yeah. Miro there. Because she could fall back to just being his valet. That, that's all she needed. She didn't and have now, to that. And now she's, now she's maybe more focused. Yep. So good for Lon. I'm excited. Yeah. You know, it seems like, it does seem like, you know, she's got fan support, even from the IWC community there, you know? And you get through, you get put through a table nine weeks in a row by Nia Jax, that weight crashing down you by the table and Nia Jax. We're not dicks. You've got a supporter. Like, she's a trooper. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially, uh, you know, Nia Jax seems to have a little bit of a record there. So, yeah, just a little bit. That's not, that's not lost on anyone, fans or professionals. Mark, moving on. In other news, NXT's women's division has grown exponentially in the past few years. What a great division NXT's women's division has become. In. Now, could that division warrant a new title in the mix? During his NXT TakeOver conference call, Triple H was asked if there's any talks about introducing a new woman's title to NXT. And here's what he had to say. I think those conversations happen. I think um, you, you're always looking to make it everything that it can be. Um, you also want to make sure that you don't water things down. So I'm, I'm not a big believer in having, uh, you know, 38 titles in organizations that are just like everybody's constantly uh, just making their way to a different title at any given time. Um, and I don't believe that it's always about those uh, championships. There's, there's a lot of different storytelling. But, um, yeah, that's definitely a thought that's that's in mind. And, uh, and we'll see where it goes. I think especially as the women's division has increased in size, that people were talking about that a few years ago, but I don't believe that the depth and the size of it was there to uh to warrant it it's getting to that point now certainly where it could handle it so um yeah those are conversations that are had a lot so mark you just heard from the king of kings do you think the nxt's women's division could benefit from another title i mean yeah totally i mean triple h just said so himself i mean the women's division has grown so much it's continuing to grow yeah it definitely could i i for one i i just don't understand why the women's tag team championship aren't being defended in NXT or even held by an NXT yep. tag team over there because there are more tag teams in the women's division in NXT than there are in the main roster, like legit ones. Uh, that could be uh, – if they were to do that, that would have added a whole new element to NXT. But, you know, some sort of a mid-carder. I think that mid-card belt shouldn't just necessarily be NXT exclusive. I think that should also be uh, something that's fought around the women's division because there are so many women in WWE – uh, like a mid-card woman spot would be awesome. Yeah, I've been saying that for five years in the show. What I want to see is a nice heat title for the women's division. But instead of giving me that, they gave us the tag team titles. So I think a mid-card Which title... Which is just not making sense. No, it was... And it sounded like a broken record. It was awesome when 
Bailey and Sasha Banks had it because you saw him on Raw, you saw him on SmackDown, you saw him on NXT. They defended it on NXT. Nia Jackson, Shannon Baszler are basically except for tonight Raw exclusive. So I'm like hoping, like I don't like let them go to NXT. You know what I'm saying? Let them come defend it on SmackDown. They're not they're deferring from that rule. But maybe you're right. Maybe uh, give me a mid card title, but have it defend on all three brands. As long as it is defended in all three brands, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, they definitely need to do a better job of representing NXT as a third brand because they keep on saying it's just they're sending mixed messages with NXT because as much as they keep saying, oh, it's it's the third brand, it's as equal as the main roster, yada, yada. But they don't treat it as such. No. They treat it as like that, you know, that developmental brand. So how are we supposed to take NXT seriously when you don't even have the tag team championships for the women's defended there? When they say it's supposed to be defending yeah. all three all three promotions, I, mean, I, I don't get it. I mean, do what the role models did. You don't have to defend it every week on NXT, but at least show up on NXT, tease or scout the competition or see what's going on. Nia Jackson and Baszler are not even coming on NXT. Especially when you have the the Dusty Classic over there. Yeah, exactly. It, it just makes perfect sense. It's just, I, I really don't understand that at all. And, and plus, okay, you know, Triple H... And I agree with him about, you know, you don't want to have, you know, 35 different championships out there. It gets oversaturated, yada, yada. There's different ways of, you know, telling creative stories. Yeah. Okay, Triple H. It seems like any storyline has to do with a championship. You know, I agree. There are different ways you can go of telling creative stories. You did so in the Attitude Era. You did so in Ruthless Aggression. You even did so in like the PG era in the beginning of when John Cena was the face of the company. Now, it's almost like uh, they're trying to treat WWE like it's a legitimate sport, like it's UFC. You know, that, that, that's what they're trying to treat it as. It's not. It's not at all. WWE is world wrestling entertainment. Entertain me. Tell me stories. Give me reasons why these two are fighting instead of just a lazy... I'm it's my shot now. It's I'm the number one contender. Yada yada yada. Like I've seen this time and time and time again. Like, give me a story. You talk about creative storylines, then give me a story. And you want to talk about oversaturation of titles, get rid of the twenty four seven championship. Hmm. So Triple H, he's just I think he's playing a political game right there talking about all this. You know, he he's trying to appease every single audience in this one little speech. I mean if you throw the uh 24-7 title in the mix. WWE's main roster has nine titles. And if you throw them, like, it was talking about like two years ago, they were talking about WrestleMania 35 in New York here. That's like nine matches you have on the fucking card. No wonder WrestleMania right. is getting too long. You have too many fucking titles. Right. But NXT, I guess, could benefit um, if from a mid-card title, if they're not going to use the tag team championships. You know, I'm excited for uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. I thought they were going to win to Dusty Woman's Classic because the winner of that gets a tag team title opportunity oh they do yes but i don't see their heels shannon baszler naya jackson heels i don't see two heels going head to head i also don't see uh shannon baszler and naya jacks holding the tag team championship for that long so i mean i don't know when i don't know when they get the title opportunity right right they also didn't disclose when so so but it it was at night ember moon and uh shazi blackheart i don't know so the women's division is stacked yeah, it's a good problem to have. Well, the, you talk about, like, the, the nine championships, you're right, is ridiculous. He talks about you don't want to oversaturate. Well, then, you, hey, guess what? Combined championships. 
the whole Raw SmackDown split, it's just not working, man. I think it's it really working. Isn't. I'm a fan of it. I like it. You like it? You like two separate belts? Again, yes. Because it gives people an opportunity to be a champion who wouldn't be. You just complained about nine different championships. I didn't complain. I didn't complain. I was saying that people complained about uh, WrestleMania being so long because you have to put nine championship matches on the card. That's long. That's a lot right Drew there. McIntyre, you, might well call, Drew, you might as well call You might as well relabel real, uh, WrestleMania as Night of Champions. Drew McIntyre wouldn't be champion right now if there was one belt. Fine. That, I'm fine, fine with that. I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm fine with that. I'm completely fine with that. Okay. Speaking of Triple H and uh, the conference call, he also uh, talked about something I thought you would be interested in. Talk about your boy Edge, Mark. And NXT was brought up, and here's what Triple H had to say. Edge's return has been done really, really well, and, and um, he, he really is in a place in his mind where he wants to build young and um, just just get them rolling in, in different directions. So he has been talking to me since prior to coming back the first time to the Royal Rumble over a year ago of coming to NXT and um, not only – uh, stepping in the ring and talking, but but stepping in the ring and performing. And, you know, prior to him even coming to the Rumble, he sort of kind of gave me a, oof, man, here's my list. I'd like to work with this guy. I'd like to work with him. I would love to come here and work with this person. You know, um, it's just where he's at. You know, that that that, uh, that youth is exciting, that that their enthusiasm, their passion for this, their drive, their desire. And, and I think, uh, man, when he came to NXT – seems like months ago now, but it was, I guess, two weeks ago. Um, I mean, I could, you know, just, just knowing him so well, I could see the smile on his face all day as he went around and was just talking to these guys and girls. And, and uh, it, it's, it's awesome to see. So I, I don't think any of it is beyond the realm of possibility. You saw it last year with um, Charlotte. I think you see it this year with him playing things across the board, uh, whether that be, you know, McIntyre, uh, or Roman and or Finn, Pete, whoever. All right, Mark, you make no secret that Edge is your boy here. Uh, and Edge is really high in NXT. What are your thoughts about Edge going to NXT for a while? You know, I mean, what are, what's what's the term? Card subject to change. Yeah. Right, buddy? You know, we've heard that before. You know, it, it, it's no secret WWE has been planning for Edge versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But who's to say the card doesn't change? It's happened before. Along the way to WrestleMania, on that road. Just last year. Just yeah. last year. What about Kofi Mania? That, that wasn't necessarily in the cards around Royal Rumble time. Who's to say that Edge doesn't necessarily challenge the NXT champion at WrestleMania? I do. I he laid know. out his list of people he wants to work with. Yeah. Edge is on borrowed time. Not at WrestleMania. I mean, how big of a statement would that be? How big of a statement was Rick when... Charlotte Flair did it. It was a big statement. Yeah, and then nothing it happened. was a big didn't, statement. They didn't capitalize on it. Nothing happened afterwards. But Edge is a Hall of Famer. Charlotte is a future Hall of Famer. Don't get me wrong. Who but th- Edge is a current Hall of Famer. Who do you think is on this list? Over. I mean, I think Finn Balor. Like, I think yeah. I think the people that he encountered already before Finn Balor, Pete Dunn, Cross, Karen Cross. I'm sure Karen Cross would be like a number one. Yeah. Gargano, I, I'm Ooh, sure. That'd be that. good, yeah. I think about that. Uh, Ciampa, I'm sure. Okay. Ciampa would be very interesting. And, and you know, hey, I mean, let's let, let's be real. I mean, his wife does commentary 
for NXT. I'm sure he'd want to work with her. Yeah, carpool. Yeah. Carpool, exactly. No, I, I, Edge is a wrestler at heart. You know, he especially in his prime, he was very damn good in that ring. And you know, he's he's never really com- he's never competed before in NXT. No, that was his first time. Would be his, two, yeah, it would be his first time. And I, and I think that would be something he would be proud to do because you know NXT is known as, as he said, for for wrestling. Yep. So I'm all about I think this. I would love to see we talked last week about, you know, was there something a little bit more to Edge being on NXT last week? Was it just a ratings grab? You said it was just a ratings grab. I think, and I said, I think there's something more here to this. And here it is. I think here it is. I think this is it. I think it's easier to seeds to be planted for Edge to eventually do something on NXT. Whether it's for the NXT championship at WrestleMania or not, I don't know. I definitely I'm not going to completely rule it out. I, I, I think that's a real underdog right there. Is it? Can we completely rule it out? I don't think so. I don't think we can necessarily completely rule that out. It's, I think Edge is getting a lot of leeway as far as like you know what he wants to do because I think everyone understands, including Edge himself, that he is on borrowed time and he has a wish list. I think it'll be, be cool, cool to see. Definitely be cool. And uh, some names that you mentioned, I'm excited to watch. And uh, maybe Edge and Christian versus Fondango for for what? Brizango. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. I think that'd be cool. Edge and Christian, I would love to see him tag team one more time. Edge and Christian versus MSK? Pass the torch? That would be cool. That would be cool. Perfect cool. Now, if you're a loyal listener to the show, if you're listening for the last five years, you know, Mark, I like to end on a high note. So let's wrap the news up with two happy stories. Yes, happy birthday to me. Thank you, putty. Uh, really, I, I mean, 35. We need some happy really... stories in this uh, this day and age. So a big heartfelt congratulations to the artist formerly known as Sarah Logan and her husband, the Viking Raider himself for their baby who was born, Raymond Cash Rowe. Congratulations. Oh. A nice little bundle of uh, joy. Beautiful baby. Congratulations to them. And big congratulations to Keith Lee and Mia Yim finally making it official, getting engaged. Love is in the air, Mark. Love is in the air. Right in time for Valentine's Day. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, uh, no, totally. I mean, that's exactly what I knew you were talking about. Yeah, con- congrats to everyone there. Yeah, awesome. Pop quiz, when, when's my birthday? February. Oh, shit, okay. Wow, I'm impressed. Thank you, sir. Uh, Mark, listen to your interview with Eric Jaden. Good job. That was really, really great interview. Props to Eric Jaden for his time and opening up to us. And uh, if you haven't checked it out, check out Shot of Wrestling on YouTube. I mean, Hollywood's Corner is a stupid name. I apologize, folks. It's a work in progress, but it's a good show. Thank if you, if, you. If you really want, if you really want to enjoy it, do what I did: record it and just edit out Mark Schwann. Oh wow! Eric Jane well, has, has a lot of uh, stories to tell, and uh, definitely worth a listen. Yeah, man. I mean, no, that that was uh, that was a tough interview to do. I mean, it was interesting to hear about, like you know, the future of Satsujin right there. That that was interesting to hear. But of course, yeah, right? The, Whoa, okay. The, the, the big thing about was, you know, Eric, uh, you know, with his battle with cancer. Yeah, he, he, he got real. You know, he, he got real, man. And, and that, that wasn't very easy. But uh, especially being a good friend of his, you know, someone that I consider a mentor in this business. But, yeah, for those that haven't listened, you can find it on YouTube, Shot Wrestling. And also my next interview will be coming out uh, in one more week. I have an interview with... The, the cyborg assassin himself, Rick Recon. Oh, so you're just doing Saturday Squad members? 
No, because I have Vicious Vicky lined up the week Ooh, after. Okay. So. I can't wait for that one. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yo, I just gave up, you know, your boy. You, you, who's actually your, uh, your breakout star? On the watch, star? 2021. Damn right. On the watch, 2021. You're going to get excited, but I, been, I mentioned Vicious Vicky. My one to watch for 2021. Yeah, but okay. uh, if, uh, if I replay the uh, our talk from the opening segment, yeah, I'm a big perv. So <laughs> I'm, the, I'm just, I don't hide it anymore. There, five, five years. I don't <laughs> hide it. How old are you? 37 right now. 37. Oh, the, you're, two year, you're two years older, man. So the, I have to get. Technically, I'm, I'm the shadow of 38. So I have to wait like two more years before like, I just let my all my perviness out. Oh, no, I've done it like two years ago. So you, oh, okay. you start so doing I'm, it now. I'm, I'm behind. Yeah. I respect everyone, buddy, except for you. So just imagine, like, Eric Jaden brought you into the world of professional wrestling. If it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be on the show. Correct. I fucking hate Eric Jaden so much. <laughs> Let's get some TV takedown. It's time for this week's TV takedown. All right, Mark, who's ready to talk about TV? I thought it was a uh, you know, pretty good week of TV this week. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of stuff happened. Yeah, a lot, but, of, a lot of good stuff yeah, happened. I, 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 I have minimal notes here, man. I got, for me, I feel like TV sucked. I, I actually, full disclosure, everyone, I asked Putty, I actually begged Putty, can we just not cover TV this week? Can we just talk about, like, you know, some old school wrestling? Can we just do a different topic? Because I felt like really nothing happened this week that was really worth talking about. But here we I mean, are. I mean, full disclosure, you did not say that. You didn't want to talk about the news. You didn't mention about TV. So go fuck yourself. I did, mention, I, did me- mention, I did mention TV. I, I actually you mentioned the whole show. Can we scrap the whole show and just talk about like a round table about maybe, I don't know, previous WrestleManias? I have no idea. No, you said the, uh, uh, make the, the fucking, fucking impeachment. Like, people don't want to hear that. Let's, let's, let's have some fun. Let's drink, have some fun, and unwind, Mark. Okay. Like we did for the last like 20 minutes, talk about your bachelor party off air. Good times. Cheers Great to that. Time. Cheers to that. From what, from we, what, we, could, we, could, we could have talked about that. From what, from what you remember. Yeah, I mean, you would have just filled me in. <laughs> we, met, we met fucking Jack Gallagher. Oh, you showed me a picture. That was not Jack Gallagher. That was a friend of mine. <laughs> you and Abel both told me that was Jack Gallagher. So I believe you both. Unless you guys are lying to me, which I don't think is good friends of mine, that you would do that to me. So I was also very inebriated. So <laughs> Television takedown, Mark. So I guess your slim pickings. What did you end up uh, settling on? I would say AEW Dynamite was good all around. It was a damn good show. Uh, the one thing that really stood out to me was the Kenta, the, the Kenta Omega teaming up against Moxley and Archer, the no disqualification match to false count. Was it false count anywhere? Whatever it was. I thought it was, it was a lot of good action there. It was cool to see Kenta at AEW ring. I, but you know, one thing that really stood out with me with that, uh, and I and I stress like how good AEW Dynamite was this past week. They're still maintaining the same ratings every week, like around about the, the seven hundred area. Okay, uh, they haven't cracked a million yet. It looks like, and they've been pulling off all the stops, man. Especially with this whole Bullet Club, uh, Impact, now New Japan coming in, NWA. Uh, what do they have to do to crack a million here? Hey, buddy. I mean, this is a great question for you because. You don't tune into AEW every week. Why is that? There's other stuff on TV, but I tape it. So I don't know if they include tapings or DVRs in their ratings the next day. But I don't think they do. 
which means that's why I think we talked about this off air months ago that ratings don't really mean too much anymore. That's why I stopped covering ratings uh, two years ago because ratings don't really mean much anymore because there's DVR, there's there's their apps, there's YouTube, there's online stuff. So, okay. yeah, but people do. Yeah, I, I I happen to agree. I mean, ratings are down all across because yeah. of the. DVR and, and whatnot. No one really watches live TV that much anymore. But you know, it, it's obviously a focal point in the wrestling community. But this these ratings war between AEW and NXT. I mean, hell, it's it's a good point. AEW Dynamite haven't cracked a million yet. Is there something to be said about that? Are they doing something wrong? Is is it not capturing enough interest for other people that are not necessarily loyal fans of the product? Yeah, exactly. They're not they're not capturing the casual wrestling fan. It's Why still, is that? It's still only what a year and change since they've been in existence. I mean, you have to admit though, they're doing a lot. And yeah, they're doing year. a lot. They're doing a great job. Give them some time. I'm, I, they haven't cracked a million. Okay, who cares? Give them some time. They probably will eventually. I, I think the, the, the question is really like, what do they have to do to crack a million? Not sign Sting. You really hate Sting. I mean, <laughs> Goldberg signed WWE. They didn't lose ratings. Sting's fine. I don't like Sting. I'm not a fan of Sting. I respect the guy, but he comes out every week, says what two sentences, and leaves. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. It's more do of like something. a something. I feel like the kid with the poke, uh, the meme of the kid poking the Sting. Like, do something. I feel you. I mean, uh, hell, we just saw a heck of an angle right there. Darby Allen just got dragged by a car. Yeah, in the body, in a body bag. bag. That was cool. Uh, something I haven't seen since like Attitude Era, pretty much. You know, maybe, maybe Sting's going to do something next week. More than just show up and have a bunch of snow come out. How do you feel about a uh, good friend of our show, Sammy Guevara, leaving the inner circle? How do I feel about that? Why do you, you think about that? Matt Hardy gave Heyman Page a contract to sign. Then yeah. Matt Hardy speaks to the camera because Adam Page is drunk. And then he signs the contract. Then I read online. I totally missed it. He switched the contracts. Did you catch this? Huh. No, I missed that. He threw Matt Hardy's contract away, pulled a contract out of his pocket, and signed that one. So now I'm curious next week, what did Matt Hardy sign? <laughs> well played, Adam Page. Well played. Well played. Well played. Going back to Sammy Guevara. Uh, Guevara. Is it Guevara? Guevara. Did you fuck he's, with me? If you, he's been on the show numerous times, me. yes. You fuck with me in the all the whole time. Sammy Guevara. I think it might be a little too soon for him to venture out on his own. But I also don't fully believe he's venturing off on his own. I, I, I think there's still yet more to be told with this story. I think it's furthering develop uh, storyline here. I know, like you know, Vicky Guerrero is pitching her services and you know other factions saying, "Hey, join us, join us, join us." You know, Sammy Guevara is a very talented individual. Uh, can he venture out on his own? I, I still think he has more to do in the inner circle, if you or or at least in the storyline. I'm I'm very curious to see where the storyline goes. You wake up Monday morning, start of the long week. What show do you look forward to watching? Is there one show you look forward to? I can't wait to watch this show. No, no, there really isn't, man. I you know I I, I go about my week, you know, just hoping for good wrestling all around. Not necessarily just you know, gearing for one show. I, I think there is more so certain individuals and storylines that I'm hoping for, or okay. in just a show. You know, obviously, the Raw, I'm very invested in Alexa Bliss and The Fiend and Randy Orton. Uh, you know, Impact. I, I'm heavily invested in the women's division over there. You know, what they're doing. Call me a perv. 
I, I, you know, I, I've said that the women's division is very good over there. You know, Deanna Parasso is, is, is the face, I think, of that company as far as what she's doing. I, you know, not, not going to lie, I'm curious, to see, I'm curious to see Moose go to that next level as well. Okay, when welcome, look, okay. When I, when I look at NXT, I, I'm, I'm invested into both Dusty Classics, yeah. the band and the women's. That's a great job. I actually am. I know this gets a lot of critiques. I actually do like the way for what Jordan Gargano is doing over there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Karen, Love the way, Karen. Yeah, Karen Cross. I can't speak enough for. Nope. AEW. I mean MJF. I think he still has a show. Uh, I'm I'm always curious to see the evolution of the women's division over there with what Thunder Rose is doing and with Britt Baker. You know, of course we have we have the Bullet Club. That, that's definitely capturing my interest. And then SmackDown, I mean, hell, Roman Reigns, yeah. dude. And then uh, Sasha, Sasha Banks and uh, Bianca Blair. I mean, th- those are the storylines that, that, that I've all been invested in so far. Okay, fair enough. What about you? Monday morning rolls around. I look forward to SmackDown. Oh, wow, okay, so you're all right. Monday comes around, like, ah, TGIF, man, when's this fucking day coming? <laughs> Isn't that everybody who works 9 to 5, Monday through Friday? It's it's not me. I'll tell you that. We don't work Monday to Friday, but nine to five. So, I work all the fucking time. <laughs> so it's SmackDown. Again, I mentioned a couple weeks ago. It's the only show I watch live. I'm watching the show. I'm preparing for doing this show. So it's two birds, one stone. I think the SmackDown's clicking on all cylinders. And yeah, SmackDown's awesome. I feel like SmackDown this week was just very bland. Speaking of SmackDown, I mean, great to see Seth Rollins back. I don't know what the fuck he was wearing. A leather jacket, leather <laughs> pants, leather tie, leather shirt. It was a leather tie, right? Okay. Leather tie and leather shirt. Um, okay. But he didn't come back as a messiah. He mentioned his daughter. He mentioned he has a new outlook on life, but he's still a heel. I thought he was going to come face when he mentioned that. He's still a heel. I knew he was going to heel. I, when he was talking about that, I was like, he's definitely teasing us. Because when he came out, he has old music back, which is good. But then his uh, the Titantron says something about like a vision or something like that. Like what what does that mean? Obviously that's a new gimmick. And he mentioned that. And I'm like okay. So I'm excited to see Seth Rollins back. See what happens on SmackDown again. Another reason to watch SmackDown. I think the match of the week though was MSK versus uh Legado del Fantasma, whatever they're called. Yeah, I, I mean I mean, MSK. Great match. Yeah, another impressive performance by them. Uh, do you get the sense that they're giving me these guys are being pushed big time? Right, they're yeah. being pushed to be the tag team for NXT. And uh, I'm surprised because uh, look at the ratings. Not many people do watch Impact, who equivalent to the people who watch NXT or WWE. So I'm surprised as many people know who they are, know who they are. If that makes sense, um, they're pushing them because and they're just doing amazing stuff in the ring. That match of those two other guys were just it was nonstop action. It was just a lot of good spots. It just it was like quick, boom, 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 boom. Are hit. they heel or face, MSK? I can't tell. Their face. I, I heard some boos at one point, but like really? I, I, I don't I know that. I, I don't know what's going on with them, like, but they, whatever they're doing, it's working. It is, yeah. So I think they might win. I'm getting the sense they're going to win. I, I get the sense also they they are being pushed to the moon here. Yeah, definitely. Well deserved too. See- they were killing it in uh, Impact. They're a great team, so they should. And NXT does need a prominent tag team. They do, they do. But at this a point, serious you tag team because you have you have Breeze Dongo, but they're a joke. You got Imperium, but they're mostly over in uh, 
UK. Undisputed Era. Their faction. It's like, okay. But at this point, do you see them, MSK, eventually breaking it through to the main roster? I was wondering that when I was watching NXT this week. I'm like, huh. I think so. But then I don't think it's going to be as successful as they are in NXT. Because the main roster does not care about tag teams. Right. So I'm worried about them making it to the main roster. Right. I'm afraid that if they go to the main roster, they'd be considered an afterthought or even worse yet, a joke. Uh, So I I think they are better off staying in NXT for as long as possible. And just lighthearted quickly, something I really kind of casually really enjoyed and laughed off watching was Cameron Grimes promo on nxt did you kevin the catch this i heard about it I, I i didn't catch it though i was like kind of sucked into it i'm like oh this is kind of funny and entertaining i'm like okay i'm curious to see where this goes now because hillbilly redneck is now like a good gazillionaire because he bought fucking gamestop stock and, yes. do- and quote unquote dog coins i'm uh dodge, dodge coins dodge. Yeah, but he called it dog coins <laughs> so now I'm like really kind of won me over I'm like I'm, now I'm curious to where this fucking plays out like, that's, like, way, I'm saying like there's a lot of good points on TV every week and uh side note I played the market this week lost some coin not a fan maybe that's why I'm so grumpy today maybe because you're fucking very grumpy today <laughs> I downloaded that Robinhood app and I was gonna like buy some stocks oh dude why why would you download that because apparently Robinhood app is the only app you can download like bit currency no, there's other things you do with Bit, uh, with like cryptocurrency. Crypto, that's what I meant. Yeah, but I only heard Robinhood, so I'm like, all right. But then they wanted my social security number, and I just never felt comfortable doing that. So I'm like, mm. no, nah, Robinhood, bail. Yeah, that. crypto, man, that that scares the shit out of me. I don't know, man. My coworker bought Dodge coin, Dodge coin, and for like cheap, but now it's like almost like three thousand dollars. Do you know how volatile? Yes, currency. I heard about. I mean, the stock market is volatile right now, but. Cryptocurrencies like volatile on steroids. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. You, you could lose your shirt in that shit, man. But again, like I don't lose anything, right? I don't like owe money. If I put a hundred dollars in, I don't like have to pay money. I just lose a hundred bucks, right? Then I, there's also there's also such a, such a thing as greed, though. No, I'm saying if I put a hundred bucks in the stock market and it goes up to three thousand dollars, and then it goes down to like ten thousand, negative ten thousand, I lose. All that money, but I don't lose money. I just lost a hundred bucks, right? So I'm like, okay, whatever. It's like the fucking lottery. Okay, okay. All right, fair enough. Go about the wrestling. I mean, what? So, what was your actual takedown? Was it MSK? I kind of have two. My my takedown of the week was I'm happy to see Seth Rollins back, and then the match itself, the match of the week myself was MSK versus the Legado del Fantasma in the semifinals of the uh, Dusty Rose Classic. Fair enough. You ready to go home, talks Mark? Let's suit up, bro. Floor's yours. Oh, okay. So it's my birthday, putty. Yeah, happy birthday. You haven't mentioned like four times, but happy birthday. I, I feel like you, you, you're feeling like acknowledging, you know, to really appreciate the day when my parents gave birth to me. You know, it's a very, it's a very special occasion. To? The world. No. <laughs> wow. Well, after all, all, you know, Abel, true story, Abel called me before the show came on and he uh, wanted to thank me for all the work I've done for Shot Wrestling, especially for uh, for the social media accounts and whatnot and for being on the show. Yeah. And for social media accounts, Twitter, and what else? 
Facebook. Okay. Listen, apparently I'm I'm a valued asset to the team, according to Abel. But but you know, some people, some people here, they don't want to acknowledge me. Yeah, here we go. They don't want to acknowledge me, buddy. He's a high chief. Acknowledge me. How do I mute you? I can mute myself. How do I mute you? <laughs> Anything else? I mean, that's a Valentine's Day. That's oh, we're going live next week. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so that's news. News bulletin. We're going live Sunday, not Saturday. Sunday, the 21st. Yeah. We're going live Sunday, the 21st, right after Elimination Chamber. So doing these live shows the last couple of times, doing on a Saturday, giving predictions to the following show. But this time we're going to come to you live post show to give our raw reactions. So it's going to be Sunday the 21st on Podbean at 11 p.m. Eastern. 11 p.m.? Well, I thought we were going to do it immediately after Elimination Chamber. Yeah, it's like, ends probably what, 11, 10, 30, 11? It's like 10 o'clock probably. Depends on what they have something showing on the network. It, they don't. It goes at 11. Royal Rumble ended at 11. Did they? Yeah. It's Elimination Chamber, though. It's not the Royal Rumble. <sighs> anyway, next week we're going live. And next weekend is our fifth anniversary. So we're going live for our fifth anniversary. Hooray! All right. Don't be, don't be a dick about it. Oh, I'm actually pumped. That was, a, that was real. No, that, was very, actually, that was very sarcastic. Uh, no, I'm pumped for a fifth year. My fifth year. It's not... It's not my fifth year. My fifth year. I mean, Joe's fifth year. Yes. But I, I was a very uh, influential part in making it to the fifth year, as Abel was telling me. Were you, though? I was doing fine in year three without you. Really? Yeah. Admittedly, you said to me that you didn't know how much longer you would do a one-man show for shot wrestling. Yeah, but I've been doing it so far, so good. And then I came. And went downhill from there. I am the savior of Shaw Wrestling. Mm, I, I, think I, would, I, that I think I'll give myself a t-shirt. I think I'll give myself a t-shirt that says that. And you know, that might be my new my Because new God, forbid, God forbid you wear a Shaw Wrestling t-shirt. That might be my new tagline, man. Mark, the savior of Shaw Wrestling, the Hollywood assassin, your favorite actor, Mark Schwann. <laughs> Rings a bell. Does not ring a bell. It's such a choppy sentence to say. It doesn't even roll off the tongue. Oh, you know, it flows very, It does very not flow at all. There's no flow to that. We're going to have to message him there. Yeah, you do that right now. I have to message him right now and talk, talk to him about this. Get the intro going. You know, it's called, it's called branding. You might want to learn something about it. What's your tagline? Oh, you don't have one. That's right. Yeah, I'm not a self-absorbed asshole. <sighs> Sorry. Who remembers you? Uh, your <laughs> mother. Oh, snap. All right, we're getting into some insults here. Let's just wrap up. I mean, the show. she texted me saying, but what will she get Mark for his birthday? I'm like, uh, an attitude adjustment? <laughs> Give me an AA? Anyway, it's all about that. Wrestling. Next week, the 21st, live on Podbean, Sunday night, 11 p.m. Eastern, right after Elimination Chamber. Uh, should be fun. First time going post show. Should we have a lot to talk about? Oh, yeah, man. We'll get to it right away, man. All the results go over what we thought. And, uh, yeah, in the meantime, you can find me, your favorite actor. I've been your host at Michael J. Putty. Until next week, live on the 21st. Putty, yeah. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby. But I got you pinned. Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> but I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>